people because if there are, we'll yeah present I'll some. Do the intro. I'll do the intro and hand it to you if you like. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, welcome everyone. This is not an AA meeting. It's one member's take on the exact nature of the wrong on page 62, 64 of the AA Big Book and the solution of the 12 steps. This meeting is being recorded. This is not an all share meeting. It is a question and answer for Paul to H's take on the 12 steps. For details on all Paul's events, <laughs> books, t-shirts, past event videos, check out zenbitchlab.com. All right, Paul. Uh, well, I've got a reading if you if you like, or do you want to just go straight into it? Uh, yeah, that's sure. Unless you want to do the reading, go ahead. It's all right. Okay. Um, page 62, third paragraph. Uh, so our troubles, we think, are basically of our own making. They arise out of ourselves, and the alcoholic is an extreme example of self-will run riot, though he usually doesn't think so. Above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of this selfishness. We must or it kills us. God makes that, that possible. And there often seems no way of entirely getting rid of self without his aid. Many of us had moral and philosophical convictions galore, but we could not live up to them, even though we would have liked to. Neither could we reduce our self-centeredness much by wishing or trying on our own power. We had to have God's help. Okay. I'll pass it over to you, Paul. Thanks. Great. I missed that. Uh, well, well, first of all, welcome. And if anyone's new here, the basic premise of this platform is, is uh, circles around this statement page, from page 64 of the big book about the third paragraph, where they, they knowingly are not describe the exact nature of the wrong, which is being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. So being convinced, one definition is to believe with certainty uh, self. So that's the target manifested in various ways has defeated us. That's the targeted <laughs> we've been. So us and self the way I see it, aren't the same thing. So self, something else other than us, has defeated us through its manifestations. If we're convinced of that, we will now look at its, some of its common manifestations, and then the next paragraph is resentment. So just follow the logic that we're really looking at the common manifestations of self in our lives. And the three common is resentment, fears, which is mostly mental anxiety, actually, and uh, harms done to others in the pursuit of what we want. So a very self-centered view, selfish view. These are manifestations of selves in our lives. Why do we call them ours? Yeah. So most people, when they talk about resentments, they call, talk about my resentments, my fears, my harms done to others. That is the act of being identified as self. I'm not saying you're in the, you are in the act. I do not believe you're the one that presents the act. I think the mental state presents this idea that you are already a self. And then it riffs from there. That's my humble uh, take on it. 
what happened with me in early sobriety, I had the privilege of leading fourth step workshops. And so I was reading how it works quite a lot, either with a group or by, with myself. And this one night I came upon that sentence I had read many times, which is being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. And I saw self as other. Yeah. Just a gift, something. It just became obvious that self was not me. Now, what I am doesn't become obvious because I am that, but what I'm not became obvious and that was self. And then I started to see uh, this stubborn habit of when people speak about the manifestations of self, they say that they claim to be, the, the manifestations are theirs. And to me, that's the act of being bonded to self, really. Yeah, and what do we ask for relief from? The bondage of self. Yet we speak, and in the language we use, the English language especially, it's constantly in, re, inferring that we have a lot to do with a lot of shit we have nothing to do with. And in this state, to me, when I saw self as other, the possibility of being free from it became available. And when that happened, it showed me in a flash that I had been trying to be free as self for quite a long time. And we have that great statement in our communities, which is self can't get out of self, which was arrived at through observation. People realized that's what was going on. Yeah, that they were trying to get out of self as self. Good luck. Yeah, so this is, uh, I didn't hear this stuff at meetings. So I decided to start talking about it. Now, I thought it would go over quite well. It didn't really in a lot of respects, but um, uh, I'm stubborn with this idea because it rings true for over many, many years. And it's brought about a, a stable condition, not that the problem doesn't exist for me, but the, does, the problem doesn't exist as me. I'm not in the act of being identified as self anymore. Yeah, the act of being identified as self is is get is still presented, but I see that as false evidence. Tell you the truth, yeah. And when I don't see it as false evidence, it appears to be real to me. That's basically how it goes. So I wanted to put that out. And then uh, this reading, I don't agree with that. We are we manufacture our own misery. I don't believe that statement. I think that was what was said here, or that we are the problem. I don't believe that. If you are the problem, good luck, man, really. If the problem has you, that's different, yeah? And if the problem isn't you, that's great news because you can be free from it, yeah? It's that simple. If the act of identifying, act of identifying as self, which is what we call selfing, we call that the head going off all day. And the problem resides in the head or the mind. So the problem is constantly being presented as if it's already true that you are a self. Yeah. And then if you already are a self and it seems to be unbearable and uncomfortable and irritable and, and causing you quite a lot of restlessness, you're going to try to get free from that, but you're going to try to get free from that as that. And that's the bondage of self. Yeah. 
So look at, didn't you think when I drank, I, I was released from the bondage of self temporarily. Yeah. Yet the hold of the bondage of self got stronger and stronger. The same thing with drugs and every fucking other addiction. The addiction does, you don't get free from self. It reinforces the self that's addicted. You know, it's insane. So yeah, uh, I didn't have the page. These pages have fallen out in my book and I didn't get to it quick enough, page 62. So here, oh, so our troubles we think are basically of our own making. I don't believe that. They arise out of ourselves. I believe they arise out of self. I do believe that. And the alcoholic is an extreme example of self will run riot. I agree with that one. Though you don't, he doesn't usually think so. I also agree with that one. <laughs> when you're in the act of being identified as self, you don't know you're in the act of being identified as self. <laughs> That's what you're, you're. And when you get, to, when there's a realization you're in the act of being identified as self, it's self-claiming that it's in the act of being identified as self. You're not going to get out of it. Good luck, you know? So, uh yeah, that's that's the humble presentation. We have this platform to keep uh, going over it. We really haven't changed uh, in the years we've been doing this. And that's the beauty of this platform, really. I don't believe it's uh, it's wise to move on to any other topic unless this topic is clear or you'll be looking from that which you'd like to see. Yeah, you you'll be looking from the act of being identified as self and a lot of false evidence is going to appear real because at that point you are false evidence appearing real already. <laughs> yeah. So how is that false evidence going to have a high level of discernment and discrimination when it can't even see what's going on here? So when people this is what kills me. They read the sentence and immediately they start talking about my resentments, my fears. This just disputed that whole idea. It says resentments are manifestations of self in our life. Why do we keep calling them ours? I just don't see how that's helpful. Yeah. So if you're new here and you want to do a little five minute ex uh, example or uh just do, just take a resentment, don't call it yours, and take it through the four columns, yeah, and see your role in it. And a lot of times, your role in the resentment is calling it my, tell you the truth. And I see the difference between a resentment, which will usually come and go, and my resentment, which can, can live for, for 50 years. I mean, it's amazing how much life we can breathe in, into our resentment and call it ours, man. It's just incredible. And it can become a fucking main plank of our mental story about our lives. Yeah. How are you going to give something up that seems so damn important in, on some level? Yeah. If you had used the resentment to excuse you from all the failed marriages and everything else like that, do you think your head is really going to be open to losing that resentment. It's like a gold mine. It's like the golden calf. It's not going to give that thing up. Read the less the uh, story of freedom, uh, freedom, the bond, freedom from the bondage of self. I think it's a woman's story. It's great. 
because she was under this delusion that she she did know she had an incredible resentment towards her mother, but she didn't know how much something loved that. And she had a story that she would do anything to let go of that resentment. She got sober and she realized something was going on. And that resentment was being used by self to excuse her from all these failed situations. She blamed her mother for freaking everything. And in the world of self, it was like the golden calf. The self did not want to lose this resentment. And she realized if she didn't get out of this resentment, she was going to drink again. And to drink for her was to die. So then she was at that dentist's office or something, and she saw that magazine cover, and there was a clergyman there. And it says how to get out of a, a deep-seated resentment. And so she read the thing, and she followed the suggestions. And the suggestion was, hey, pray for that person you really have resentment towards to have everything you want and more. If you feel anything about it or not, just do it. And you'll see after a few weeks, maybe a couple of days, maybe a year, who knows, the feeling that, that will arise when her or his name comes up will change. Yeah. You will have come to an acceptance point, acceptance of a point. You won't be in this huge conflict. And she got free from that bondage of self by telling the truth about resentment. It wasn't hers, thank God. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just, I do know, actually. Yeah. I don't know a lot of stuff, but this I know. You get, you get familiar with that power that's constantly revealing more stuff to you. If you're being revealed so much stuff, you get a sense of what's revealing it all. And then you can sort of tell when you get a mail from it that instead of a mail from the mental state. And then there's a being convinced and then going for it. And then over the years, seeing the relief that that has occurred has stabilized. And in, for all intents and purposes today, the problem does not exist for me. Hallelujah. Yeah. Wouldn't you love just to travel through this day of good turns and bad turns without that monkey on your back? Jesus Christ. What does the monkey do when it meets anything? It calls it its. It has a, it meets a problem, it's my problem. It meets this, it's mine. It's my fear, my, 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 my. What is that but the bonding agent? It's like the adhesion that it keeps gluing us to this old idea. Yeah. Do you really believe that you did some of the shit you did under the influence? Do you really believe you came up with that stuff? and decided, yeah, I think I'm just gonna destroy my marriage today. Yeah, I am. I'm gonna just uh, give my kids away to social services. I just, whatever. Yeah, no, we've been driven. We've been beaten into submission. We've been used for transportation. And that's why we relate to each other, not because of each other, but what's beat us, what has defeated us is the same, self. We have a commonality in the, in the defeat, yeah? All 
I mean, it's there to see. If you go to meetings, and you know, I swear, I remember one of the first nights at an AA meeting, I felt a huge shell of terminal uniqueness. I was sitting and I had a huge buffer between me and everything else, like a walking aquarium thing. And I could feel it in the, and then I started listening to people for a couple of months. And at that point, I was thinking, no one has my thoughts. These are so unique. They're so fucking crazy. No one feels like I do. No one's done the heinous things I've done. And I'm keeping all this to myself. And there I am sitting and people are sharing their thoughts and their feelings and the actions they did under the influence. And I came to two conclusions. How did these people get my thoughts or they're not my thoughts? What I've been listening to, you've been listening to the same fucking station. Hey, self. Yeah. Now, when you hear it, you think it's Paul or Kerry or Bill or Mickey, but basically it's unclear channel. <laughs> it's just false evidence appearing real. It doesn't even appear real. It's false evidence. We as the audience give it the yay or the nay, really. It either appears real to us and then actions come after and then consequences and then resentments and regret and remorse and then so on. And it just keeps doing the same loop or you see false evidence before you have any consequences. You see the false evidence from a true point. You are now in a better way, relying on the infinite, which is a true point where you can see the false evidence. How are you gonna see false evidence from false evidence? You're gonna give it the same meaning that you've given you. It's real. This is real, that's real. I'm gonna be destitute. I don't know when or where, but I'm feeling really bad right now. Yeah, this is the power of the mind. It makes mountains out of molehills. Most people are not in fear. They are not in fear. They are not in fear. They're in mental anxiety. It mimics the effects of fear. In most cases, it can't mimic the drenching of adrenaline. I don't know with, if someone goes into a panic attack, maybe that happens, but I have never had adrenaline released from the false evidence, never. I've had adrenaline released when I was in the ocean and I saw a shark. The adrenaline drenched my body, yeah? I had adrenaline when the cops were after, running after me underneath the boardwalk in Long Island and I kicked it to another speed through adrenaline, yeah? Those were fears. I do not, at least for me, maybe in a panic attack, the mental state has such a sway over us, it, it, it convinces the fucking glands to secrete adrenaline with no apparent threat. Yeah. But in my case, that's never happened. So most of it is mental anxiety, yes or no? And it is, is it rooted in what's happening now? It's happening now, but what you're excited about or anxious about is not happening right now. It's being entertained up in the porno theater, yeah? And then there's a reaction and we call it fear. Let's be clear, it's mental anxiety. Fear is a valid emotion. We're not, we're not fighting fear all day. We're being driven by mental anxiety.
Why? Because it presents a lot of false evidence and it appears real to us, yeah? I mean, it's like you can study the magic trick, you can know it's a magic trick, but if you keep falling under the magic trick, something's missing, yeah? I know I'm getting fucked, but I'm still getting fucked. So the knowledge of getting fucked hasn't worked. The knowledge of getting effed should lead you not to get effed, yeah? But self-knowledge is just another thing you're weighed down on. I know I'm screwed and I'm still screwed. What a drag. Yeah. Who wants to who wants to know they're screwed and still be screwed? You rather drink, you rather try to forget it. You try to distract it. But knowledge of self will recognize you'll recognize you're screwed and that will be the end of it. You're going to outgrow it. I don't start the day screwed, you know, with the hopes that I can unscrew it. There's, perhaps there's a better way. It's all based on our trust. If we're trusting finite self, we're probably going to be in a lot of anxiety about what's not happening. If there's trust in the infinite, we'll probably have an ease and comfort right now sitting here. That's the way it goes. Yeah. You can judge, you can judge the tree by the fruit. If you're flipping out and you look around and there's no apparent threat, you're up the ass of self. It's a good diagnosis. Yeah. If you are, and you then call a divine proctologist, you know, get pulled out and start recognizing what's at, what's up the ass and what ain't up the ass. Really. There's a difference and you'll start sensing it and you'll be able to discern the invitations that are going to lead you up the ass of self. You are. You're going to see it. And then you're going to bring that invitation to step six and seven and ask it to be removed or reconfigured. Yeah. And then the energy that's been captured by all those old ideas and patterns of self-defeat is now going to be liberated to enrich your day. And hopefully your day will enrich you and others. Yes, you'll be of maximum use. Yeah, so. Hmm. All right, well, Rich, anyone? Yeah, thanks, Paul, great. Uh, if anyone wants to come in and share, if anyone's new and wants to introduce themselves or um, anyone wants to raise their hands, uh, feel free to. Hey, can I ask one thing? Yep. It's here. All right. So when there's a doing right now, do you feel like the doer of it? Or when there's a doing right now, do you feel like the doer of everything? There's, is there doing and then a sort of ignorant observation of that, that 
that says you're the doer or when there's the claiming of the doing, do you feel like the historical doer? Like you've been doing a lot of stuff forever. Uh, the feeling is, is the doer, to be honest. That's the magic trick of freaking of selfing. Yeah. Selfing tells you you already are a self. It doesn't say, oh, you're gonna become a self or no, it says you already are. I mean, it's rigged the race already. It has you, it's, it, it's given the name of the whole game board by naming you the Eiffel Tower or the boot, yeah? So basically all you can live in the, is the world of monopoly. You've been bound to that way of seeing life based on the, the object you're taking yourself to be. If you take yourself to be the boot and the Eiffel Tower and the last few games, the boot ended up at Baltic Place, not Boardwalk, ended up going to jail, this and that. You're going to probably have a fear as you go around the Monopoly thing that you're going to end up in Baltic Place, yeah, <laughs> that you're going to go to jail and so on and so forth. Now, you want to keep trying to change the game of Monopoly, but not change the boot. You want to be the boot still. But you want the game to be different. Good luck. Has it worked out? Hmm. You'll it's, travel it's, it's, through the um, game of Monopoly when you lose interest in the boot. It feels yes. more than a mental identification. If, if It's more like a feeling in the body when you asked the question earlier. It was more like a feeling. Yes, it's a sense. Yeah. It's a yeah. sense. But that sense is manufactured. It's not, it's, it's not like the sense of being on or like alive. It's a sense that's been manufactured through tons of repetition. Mm. You have a sense of self. That's what it's called. You have a sense of self. So, and how's the sense of self triggered? Self is seen as the doer. So the claiming of the doing triggers the sense of self. Yeah. The claiming of the seeing claims triggers the sense of self as the seer. Claiming all the hearing, it's, it's the sense of self as the hearer. Yeah, this is the bondage of self. It's an activity. It never completes its mission. It implies the mission has already been completed. It never completes its mission. There's always an out because you're not in. You are not in a long lasting, independent, separate thing. You are of somewhat what they call spirit in recovery, I feel. Yes? You may seem to be in, and it may really seem to be true that you're in, but inevitably you're leaving this body. <laughs> it's called death. Yes? So you're, go it's, you're getting kicked out. <laughs> it's not a long-term pro project. You're here, and then you're not going to be here. But where is that which is here and is going to be that which is not here? That's what we are, yeah? And we're mm. not the doer because it's obvious if you get loaded enough, if you take the right concoction, you're out to do almost fucking anything, yes? That would, you would never have come up with in a million years, ever. And you'll find yourself in situations, you're fucking, you know, you're prostituting yourself, you're doing this, all your morals are gone, all this, and something has you by the gonads and is riding you like a fucking nuded bull. Yeah, you got no power of your own. 
And then we always end up at the same place, institution, jails, and death. And we think we're so unique. I had it when I went to this two years, I had to be in a program. Now, thank God, their view of me, the people who ran the program, never wavered. They saw me as an addict. Now, I was responding to all their reactions to me as Paul. <laughs> How could they treat Paul like this? Yet, when I left after two years, I had to begrudgingly admit that my life looked look better with Delancey Street running it than it ever did with me running. It was clear as day. Yeah. They had a clear idea of what I was than I did. <laughs> it was amazing. And they had very little interest in me as an individual or a person. They didn't want to really get to know me that well, but they knew exactly what I needed to do and not do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how can you escape the lesson of that? Yeah, two years. So, yeah, it's a sense, bro, it is. It's a sense that, you know those jingles they used to uh, do in commercials? It's like you've been, you've been hooked. If you hear the first note, you end up singing the, the whole jingle yourself. This is what it does. The head just triggers us, almost like those... Uh, Parrots that talk, you know? Yeah. Mm. There is a freedom from it. And it's built in. It's inherent. You're not it. You've never been it. And you never will be it. Hallelujah. If you were really it, to get out of it would be fucking hard work. <laughs> but the way we get out of it in recovery is losing interest in it. That's the way. Page 63. Losing interest in self and then all this shit happens. All this good shit starts to occur. It's, it's based on losing interest in self. And so you need some of the warnings. Self cannot lose interest in self. That would be interest in self, just to be clear. Yeah? So if you lose interest in self, truly, you're going to be freed from the bondage of self. For how long? Like now, let's say. Yeah? <laughs> when is a whole life going to be built now? <laughs> What's the most solid basis now? What condition are you in? Are you in the better way? Trusting the infinite <laughs> rather than finite self. When? Now? Where? Here? <laughs> it can't get much simpler than that but i have so much don't worry the 12 steps will deal with the shit that you that need to be dealt with yeah 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 you'll know when to stop writing you seems, will. Like, seems like there's a fading out it seems like yeah, there there is a there is a loss of interest in the in the stories and the thoughts, but the the feeling's still there. Yes, definitely, yeah. the feeling st is still left because that basically all the that's the clothesline that all the all the stories and everything else gets hung on. Yeah, is that sense of it's you. So this isn't about that sense it's of it's you going away. It's recognizing it's false evidence. Yeah. What's false evidence? The 
the presentation. Will... The head will still have the same presentation. You lose right. interest in it, but the presentation doesn't change much. It still has you as a long lasting, independent, separate entity, a thing. Yeah. And that's its real anchor. And, uh, I see it's just a losing of interest in it and moving away. And then the volume of its broadcast gets lesser. Yeah. So now you're not like listening to it keenly. You're hearing it as if it's playing in another room, so to speak. Yeah. And you're just going about your day and it's not directing traffic or playing the role of GPS. Yeah. It's just sort of like, yapping in the back seat, so to speak. Yeah, and it's going left and you go right. And every once in a while, like a broken clock, it could be correct and then tries to hold on to that for as long as possible. But it goes right, you go left, it goes backwards, you go forwards. Yeah, <laughs> you're not paying attention to it anymore. Yeah, because something else has, has gotten you. Something else has attracted you. And that's the infinite, yeah? So now you're being pulled out of the old gravitational pull and you're getting caught in a new gravitational pull, which is perhaps the better way, yeah? And it's all loss of interest in the old gravitational pull and now an interest in the new gravitational pull, yeah? And the interest is not through thought. It's not focused, it's panoramic, it's big. It includes everything. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And you'll be able to enjoy peace of mind. You'll feel a new power flow in. You'll sense a conscious presence. You'll probably start having really a deeper gratitude and a sense of honor and really uh, a, a great honoring of AA, maybe not the in, individuals in it, but the movement of AA. Yeah, yeah. And I found that being identified with AA, it brought out the best in me. The act of being identified as self seems to bring out the worst in me, yeah. And so, uh, some you know, something's gonna bring out in you that's what happens. Like we're a sail more than the wind. Something blows into the sail and moves it. It can be trusting the infinite or trusting finite self. We've had enough of trusting finite self to recognize it's probably not trustworthy. <laughs> I hope <laughs> that's basically, we've seen it's a failed system. So maybe we're open to be blown by something else, you know, the, the other wind of the infinite. And you'll, you'll know the tree by its fruits. Yeah? You'll know that you're in good hands because you've been laying in good hands for a long time. And you'll be able to have that assurance when you're speaking to someone that's not in that trust, that's in the trust of the finite self. You can be an example of the certainty of being taken care of because you have been for years, yes? To me, that I truly... The loudest thing you're ever going to say is what you are, not what you say. Yeah. And so if you're free today, it's going to, it's going to hit home somewhere in somebody. Yeah. 
truly. I mean, isn't that what we really want? Is the travel lighter. Mm. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Definitely. <laughs> I think coming here is definitely um, helping that. And uh, yeah. You recognize just there's an awareness and you can become aware of supposedly the inner workings of self and you'll see they're really outer workings. You're not in that. You're that which is aware of it. Yeah. And then you'll get a feeling, a distinct sense of spirit, if you want to call it that. And uh, you'll see more of your life from there than from the self. Yeah. And it will bring a, an acceptance for, to others and for you. And maybe that sense of withholding will be removed and there'll be that permission that you never needed to ask for, but it will be granted. You'll be okay today. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's very, uh, like we had some people that used to come and I'm happy, I'm hoping I'm happy that they don't come anymore because something worked. But they would really uh, share about the innocence they felt that they don't believe now that they have ever lost. You know, that in innocence when you're a young kid and stuff, your head hasn't developed into a, a conniving little motherfucker yet, let's say. And that innocence hasn't gone anywhere. It's available. And it's very, it's like a, you know, that thing that supposedly Jesus said on the cross, you know, uh, forgive them for what they, they, for they know not what they done. Yeah. This is, I feel you, there's a, you know, there's, you may forgive a lot of other people, but there tends to have an unforgiveness about you because you should have been better or more special. And there's, uh, with this uh, whole program of recovery, you arrive at that position of neutrality, like acceptance with no thought or effort on your part. And you as what you weren't is in that. There's an acceptance of that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just for me, uh, just, I, I won't take up too much more time, but yeah, just um, having the courage to make, to come, to uh, make amends to my family this year. I never thought I'd do that. And yeah, things are definitely changing a lot. I think I've definitely needed outside help. That's, that's uh, for me, for sure. Definitely did. Um, I mean, I, I never really had a, any will of my own. I never really had a sense of self. So it's, I think a lot of people could maybe relate to that as well. There are a lot of really hard hitting people in AA who really know what they want, but codependency is a big thing as well. So I had to really start to find out who I was psychologically and everything. And I couldn't really just rely on this stuff to be blasted away because I've had big, big experiences, but it doesn't get rid of the, you know, reality. Still well, got yeah, to you gotta learn you how to live. Your life needs to get cleaned up, and yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't uh, because 
if the act of being identified with that which is rooted as the action figure, and then you want to just fly out of the action figure and yeah. uh, and don't pay what's Caesar's and not rendering to Caesar's what's Caesar's, it's going to make your uh, mental transcendence uh, sort of hollow, so to speak, yes? It won't be robust. It won't be, yeah, yeah it will be more like a, a mental hollowness. But if you just do what we do at, for the action figure and get it cleaned up, that's a real, that, uh, that action figure now can expand to a different size. Yeah, it gets flexible. It's not, and so you can hold a whole lot more and or express a whole lot more than you can as this very thin reed of hollowness. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of people want to rush and leave the body as the body. It doesn't work. You need to take, you got to you know, render unto Caesar's what Caesar's. Just do what we do. There's 12 steps. Make the amends. Yeah. Yeah. Great. All right. Yeah. Five through nine. And then you'll be more, once you do the work and, and maintain the condition, you'll see the biggest working steps will be six and seven, really. Because a lot's going to be revealed about alcoholism, and you're not that. So you just keep bringing it to six and seven. You're in a state of entirely ready for this shit to be changed, and you ask that power to change it. And so it is. Yeah. 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 This isn't like, oh, this is, AA is incredible, because all we left behind, all that has been buried by the selfing, all that has been like sort of seen to have absolutely no valuable value and it. it's just taking up space in a mental storage unit. All of that shit gets inspected again through the eyes of the higher power and the gold of it all gets reclaimed. So this is not just about today, it's about Yes, today, and then your the your whole past will get recycled. Your whole past, the 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 gold and all the value that was hidden back there will be unearthed and put to better use. And part of that use is going to bring about an ease and comfort where you are right now. So this is like the greatest recycling. It's like a huge alchemy. Yeah, all that shit you saw, there was no value. I did this and that. Well, you've given you've given the higher power the lock to that past, the door of the past. It's open now. It's going in there and it's fucking finding incredible, valuable shit. Yeah. And it's going to restore that that energy and that power back to you now. Yeah. Yeah. This is unbelievable. When I did the fifth step. What was it? No, it was more the ninth step. The fifth step was very cool, but the ninth step, when I did the amends, I felt a large part of my life came back into the present moment. I felt like when I was weighing Paul, I was only weighing like 30% of Paul. And then I cleaned up the past and then a whole like 97% of Paul showed up and I felt really alive. After, at the, after the ninth step, it was very powerful. It was very obvious that 
a lot of quote unquote me had been suspended and like put in boxes and fucking taped and everything. And then something went through it by doing the amend process and all this energy, this feeling of the conscious presence, the new power flowing in rushed in. And because it had been seemingly absent for so long, the contrast was very hard not to notice. And I felt really alive. It was amazing, step nine. Yeah. Because I was retrieved all that, that I am, all that interest and attention that was locked in the past was retrieved and now was enriching my day. Yeah. It's unbelievable. When we directed by self go in the past, why do we come back out with fucking remorse, resentments, grievances, shit like that, blame? Yeah. Let the higher power have the passcode. Let it go back there. Yeah. Jeez. It's the greatest reclamation I've ever seen. If we are truly a natural resource that has not been spent well in a many levels, to have this natural resource is like saving old growth forests, you know? It's, it's saving like the Amazon. We all these old fucking alcoholics and addicts, all that shit that had been sucked out of them now can be recycled. What a power. Yeah. 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 Hey, I got to end today at 1130 because I'm going to go to a live meeting with my sponsee, one of my guys. So great. Thanks. Uh, so you got time for Garand to come in, I think. Oh, yeah, we got. Yeah. Yeah, time. I just gotta. I'm really reminding myself because I tend to forget. So okay. Yes. Yeah, so do you want to come in, Garan, and thank you for that, Paul, as well? Yeah. Thanks. Hi, Paul. Nice oh, to see you're you. On. Yes. Hi. Hi. I was. Yeah. I was quite amazed. Uh, I had a stressful day at work, and I listened to a fifth step like this afternoon, and you know, it's like, it's fantastic how it somehow calms <laughs> everything you know like being of service as you talk about and uh, the interesting thing we're sitting in my kitchen drinking coffee and discussing his fifth step and it's like how resentment we're like sitting together in my kitchen and he's discussing his resentments fears and also the the sex inventory you know and and you know it's like it's so obvious that like we're sitting right here now and everything else is just like a fiction in, in the mind, you know? And, uh, and I think it's like, it really dawned on me how the, the fifth step, the fourth step and fifth step, how it's like really shows the fantasy when you really believe in the fantasy world up there. You know? And, uh, that you can really be free from it. And you've always been free from it because it's like the freedom has always been there. But somehow it's been cluttered like with every, everything you believe that you are. Yes, so, yes. it's not like there's a, the new freedom is the freedom. Yeah, yeah. The freedom we were looking through the head was never a freedom. Right. Freedom to do what I want is wasn't freedom. It was bondage. 
Yeah. This is a new treatment. Yes. And that, as it says in the 10th step in the big book, it says, and we have ceased fighting anything and anyone. It's like cease fighting. And it seems like the self is always fighting <laughs> continuously. And it needs to, to yes. somehow look like it exists. If it yes. doesn't do that, there's no existence. That's why, that's why it, it can't enjoy peace of mind. Because if it stops, you'll see the truth of it. But, but uh, I have noticed one thing. It's like talking about this topic makes people upset. <laughs> have you noticed it, that, Paul? That may be, that's maybe more about you than what you're saying. <laughs> I need to do the inventory. <laughs> Why isn't anyone listening to me? Well, <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, I, it seems like the like the 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 self don't like that message that it 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 doesn't exist. <laughs> of course, it doesn't like it. No. Yeah, of course it doesn't. That's why if you look at our community, uh, generally most people say they go out around the fourth step and the ninth step. And obviously the fourth step, its point is to see your role in things. And so uh, if you, and of course, it's amazing. People love taking other people's inventories, obviously. Mm -hmm. I mean, but they seem to have a hard time taking an inventory of themselves. And I believe because the parasite of the selfing uh, doesn't want you to look at your role because you're going to see its role in things. Yeah. And so, mm. does, and then the ninth step, you're going to be relieved of the bondage of the past. And really that's, that's like, uh, that's like Nirvana for the self. <laughs> is the past i mean it it uh it loves dwelling there so uh it doesn't want that either so because obviously uh it, self arrives at you as you from being i was self and i will be self so past and future are very important to the selfing yeah where really what you are can stand alone in the present yeah but selfing can't, it needs the past and the future. So it's, I was Paul, I will be Paul, therefore I am Paul. Yeah, where the spiritual condition is I am now, the mental condition is I was, I will be, and therefore I am. So it's a mental logic that brings it to this moment, but the moment doesn't bring it here. <laughs> it brings itself here through the idea of past and future. Yes. Mm. Yeah. It doesn't change anything. It just distracts our attention from what the, the solidity of our real condition and gives us a sense of mm. coming and going and blowing up and getting small and big and all this. And we get fooled by all that movement to take that to be us. And there's no mm. place where the the, the head of man can rest its head there, you know, in that kind of place. Yeah. So this is finding 
the unsuspected inner resource or the innermost, like we speak in AA about, yeah? Yeah. It's here. You may not seemingly be, but it's here. And it's yeah. always available at all times. And if you lose interest in this, all this activity going on, you'll find yourself there and it will be like you've never left, basically. Yeah. So it, it will take the reality of the reality you gave to so many things that aren't real. It will. We'll just extract it like that. Yeah. Mm. Not bad. All right, bro. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Paul. It is the fifth step. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry, Annette, do you want to come in? So my computer's internet is not good. So if this gets lost, I'll mention it another time. But I was just looking for uh, that guy, uh, uh, maybe from Los Angeles, because I think a lot of people do get upset when you talk about this disidentification, like not being get, get self, can't get out of self. It's very uh, startling and different. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, there, there are certain type of people who don't identify themselves like they don't have a self-concept, a construct of self to begin with. It's developmental. And, and uh, so it's surprising to some people that it's described this way. That's all. I don't know if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's a good place to start. And it's like telling somebody, you know, to get into a moment. You're never not in the moment. We're not telling people anything. We're sharing it, really. You find yeah. you're going to be the one who comes to it or you're not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I see it. And the idea of if you feel like you've been out of the moment, you'll try to get into the moment. And then after a while, if you hear the, uh, a clearer understanding, you may see that why it's always failed getting into the moment is because you've never been out of the moment. So all of that failure will be will lead to a success, which is you finally recognize by trying to get into the moment so much, you recognize you can't be out of a moment. So hallelujah. Yeah. yeah. Of course, every, every system does it like, just like it says, contempt prior to investigation. Herbert Spencer put it in our big book because it's a, this is what happens. Uh, something that's not understood can seem to be a threat. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, that's why we don't associate. We don't say this is an AA meeting and we don't send out invitations. People find themselves here and then, uh, yeah. And hopefully it will work for you and bring about some relief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see who that was, but uh, I try and couldn't find you. Was that Esther? That was Annette. Oh, Annette yeah. from yeah. Pennsylvania. Oh, hey, Annette from Pennsylvania, I have an announcement. 
we're going back east. We'll be there uh, June 11th to the 18th. We're going back to the East Coast. And I think I'm going to do uh, the 12th and the 13th down in Pennsylvania, two different places, Doylestown and Hamilton. And I don't know what I'm going to do Wednesday or Thursday. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we'll be in Dover, New Jersey at the big rehab there and doing talks well, for three days. So uh, where, may, where is Dover? What exit? I don't know. It's the south. It's in the southern part of New Jersey. There's a few Dovers, but it's about okay. uh, it's about an hour from Doylestown. So I usually go there. We're going to do that. And then Hamilton and then probably up to Great Barrington and stuff like that. So we're going to be in the East Coast. If anyone has any idea they want to do a talk, set something up, let me know. Because I'm going to have two nights still. We just decided to do this. I'll and be then, at the beach part of that week, but I'll find you. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll be putting it up on the website and everything. But right now, it just, it's going to just became, the people got in touch with me, and I decided, yes, so I'm just starting. But yeah, we'll be back there. So I'm going to say goodbye now, and uh, I got to get going. Walter, always good to see you, my friend. Yes. Kathy from uh, Cleveland. Yes. Michael Stacy. The man behind the curtain, pulling all the strings. We got uh, another Zoom user. I'm, I, there he is. Mia. Oh, Mia down in San Diego. Joseph, France. Sally, she's in the UK somewhere. We got Kerry, Hawaii, Florida, John. Uh, who's this? I know who that is. Oh, Warren. Nice to see Warren. Joran from Sweden, say hello to your friend there. Nina H from LA, always pleasure, Nina. Yes, yes. Annette, Pennsylvania, yeah, you'll see me down there. Remember we had the dinner last time? I don't know what we'll do this time, but we'll be in- That was lovely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, we've got uh, Brian B. Wow, that's an interesting background. It's like the, the day of the Vulcans there or whatever. Alex and Jacob, yes, I'm coming. I'm going to bust your asses in uh, Hudson Valley. Yes, yes, set something up there. Yeah, give me a call, all right? Yeah, but I'll see you guys when I come. Let me know. Roman, as always, I got a, I've got a destiny date with Roman in Sicily, I think, in October. Michael Stacy. There he is. He moved again. Chris in Boston. Yeah, Chris, I'm going to be up and I think I'm going to go to Great Barrington one of those days. Like the, the 13th or 14th. So. Wow, that's got to be great. Yeah, you can drive you. over there and check us out. All righty. Jack G, I think, would show up too and stuff. We got Sandra H. Nice to see Sandra. Rich A in the UK. David B. It's not in jail or the hospital, I think. That's good. Christine in Kona. Jane G in uh, Mill Valley, homegirl in this area. Uh, I think I've got, let me see if I got everyone here. No, I didn't. Okay, we got Giselle. 
Las Vegas. I'll be running into her in Sicily also. Dennis W. Hallie. Hallie, are you in the East Coast or no? In Oregon. Oh, Oregon. <laughs> You're in the West Coast. All right. Mm -hmm. Kathleen G. Oh, Kathleen, yeah, you got to get an extra. Uh, I want a mobile uh, lazy boy for each talk. On the way. It's on the way, Paul. We can, we can tie it to the roof. You can have mine. <laughs> yeah. We're going to just take off. Do the talks from the lazy boy. All right. I'm going to see you guys, I hope, when I'm there. Yes? Yeah. I hope so. Yep. I think oh, so. Oh, yeah. We'll get together. Bill, Kathleen, Jessica B. Nice to see you, Jessica. From Scotland. Yes. Carolyn. Nice to see Carolyn there. I don't know who this is. I can't get the thing out of the way. I think it's Ben. I'm not sure. We got Greg and Brian. Yes. Thank God the God's not moving. That's a good sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rolling down the hill. Mickey, the matriarch of Madeira, as always. I'll see you guys. We have a meeting today at 4.30 Pacific time. Uh, yes. Paul, I want to say thank you. I mean, I was just kind of, my brain was just kind of in a that fucked up place of, you know, thinking about the past. And I think you really helped me get my mind focused on where I'm at right now in this moment and how am I going to allow God's grace to work for me? And, and I, I That's garbled that. up, but I thank you. All right, my friend. Thank you. I can hear what you what you what you are. I couldn't hear what you were saying. So, but thank you. Yes. Yeah. Do you don't know how much uh, there's been a nice, a very nice space that forms here at the on this platform. I hope it forms at a lot of platforms. But here we are, and uh, it's just like getting bathed in it. You just you just don't dry off just walk around yeah you don't need to dry it off all right so i see everybody see alex and jacob and everyone else see you soon bye bye today hopefully thanks paul see you hey, for mike, next time take care bye-bye hey mike are you going to be here at 4 30 michael stay soon everyone bye-bye yes uh, i'll see you in a while all right, great. I'll see you later then. See you guys. Bye -bye. See Dave B and everyone. Else. Cheers. Bye, guys.